0: I love porn so much, and I was so excited to discover it and explore it. But for me, one of the unexpected benefits was to realize that the things that I worried about with my own body were just silly. I am a very insecure girl, and there are lots of things that I do worry about, and a lot of those worries don't come from the world of porn they come from social media like social media fucks my head up welcome to pretty and kink i'm your host tara v and i'm here to bring you along on this weird little journey called life i'm an adult content creator and i'm an awkward girl extraordinaire I am here to show you that life can be messy and weird and beautiful all at the same time. I wanna show you the awkward side of sexy and the sweet side of dirty and the beauty that's in the darkness. I'm not afraid to talk about the things that make most people uncomfortable, so consider this your trigger warning. Let's buckle up, let me be your safe word, and let's go get weird. Hello, my lovely little weirdos, and welcome back to another episode of Pretty in Kink. As always, super excited to be here, and I'm looking forward to today's topic because it's a topic that is near and dear to my heart because it's about porn. Now, before you hear that and run away and turn this off and go listen to something else, hear me out. Because as I said in the last episode, I feel like many things that are discussed here when at first glance seems like it is just sexual can actually pertain to so many things in our everyday life. And I think this is one of them. With this topic, somebody had asked me how I felt being on OnlyFans had affected my body image. And I thought... It was such an interesting question because I think usually when people ask me something along those lines, there is already kind of a preconceived idea of how I'm going to answer that. I think many people assume that the world of porn and adult content creation can have a very negative effect on a person's mental health and their views of themselves. And I agree. 100% it can, but it also, I think, does something that people may not realize. And I think my answer is probably not one that is expected. And how do I think that could relate to, you know, your just everyday life? Well, I think that anything in life, the way it affects us has to do with the way that we allow it. To affect us, right? It is the power that we give something. Now it's not to say it's easy to just go like, well, I don't care. And so therefore, nothing bothers me because that's bullshit. And I can tell you right now, everything bothers me in life. I am a sensitive little baby. I have said this before, like, I I am affected by a lot. However, I do also truly believe that things are what we let them be. And so for me with porn and just the adult content world, I have found that it does the opposite of what most expect in that I have overcome a lot of insecurities. And I'm not saying this in a way of like that cheesy answer so many people give of like, oh, it makes me feel empowered, which I mean, it does, I guess, but it is more like for me has shown me that the things I was insecure about, they didn't matter. And I had this idea that women were supposed to look perfect and everybody's bodies when they're in porn are perfect and I should look like that. And I quickly realized like, that's bullshit. We all look so different. Now, I feel like most people might hear that and automatically kind of think that is mostly a topic for females. However, I think it can affect men as well, Um, maybe in different ways than us as women experience, but I think it's an important conversation for all sexes. So don't be leaving the room just because you're a man. Stick around, alright? So before I jump into the conversation, I do think it's important I give you a quick background on me. I am obviously a bit biased with porn because it has paid my bills in the past. Um, I have been in the content creation world for a little over four years, I would say. Um, I started with Pornhub and then soon after created an OnlyFans account. I began on Pornhub because I was shooting content with a partner. The content we were creating was incredibly popular. We grew incredibly fast, became very popular, very quickly, and our numbers just sort of skyrocketed. And it was amazing and when i first started posting i watched the numbers grow and my fear you would think was going to be oh my gosh people are going to see this what if somebody i know sees this holy shit this is terrifying like what what if what if a friend what if a neighbor what if the produce guy at the grocery store sees me you're like oh my god what if a family member sees me that you would think would be the fear. Mm -mm, Not mine. Nope. My fear was what if they pick on me? What if the comments are brutal? What if they say mean things about me that I'm ugly or that I'm not skinny enough? Or why don't I have makeup on? Or just every single thing you can think of. I was worried I was going to get picked on. I wasn't worried so much about the visibility, so much as the bullying. Fucking terrified of that. That was my fear. And I was dumbfounded that really the complete opposite happened. Now, with the content that we were creating and putting out there, it was very everyday real. And so I think that actually For me, I thought that was going to be what was going to be the detriment, right? That was going to be what I got bullied on. It's like, oh, she's too real. She hasn't even combed her hair. Instead, it became relatable. And instead of people picking on me for things, it was like, thank you for being real. Thank you for being you. I think women saw it as I was just like them. And for men, it was like, well, she's attainable. She isn't this like super done up, fake looking you know, goddess that I could never get near. I looked like anybody else in the grocery store that you could walk up to and be like, hey, do you want to go on a date? And so I ended up getting the opposite response that I anticipated. And it was amazing. It blew up. We did amazing. I mean, just millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of views. We did amazing. And then life happened and things changed. And so there's no more Pornhub other than my solo work which solo work is me, myself, and a toy doing what I do best, which is doing what I do best. So there's a very small presence now on Pornhub, and then primarily I am on OnlyFans, where it's subscription-based, people pay to come in and interact and watch and see your photos and videos, where it is still me, myself, and I. So am I biased? Probably because I know there's a lot of people that are anti-porn, but I think that it is like anything else in life. It has the power that we give it. So this might be a weird comparison, but I think it's similar to people that get hyper involved in video games and lose themselves in that sense of, you know, fantasy versus reality. Porn is the same. It's, you just have to have a level head on your shoulders and understand reality versus not and what is a little bit more produced versus not and, and finding that balance of not immersing yourself too much into it. And I think when you find that balance, you then can find the benefits in something that most people think is just terrible and evil. So for me, with porn, it made me realize... There's nothing wrong about anything about my body, the things that I used to worry about because I didn't have much experience with what other bodies looked like. Like, I grew up naive. I grew up. Uh, <laughs> okay, I can't believe I'm going to say this to the public, but my generation, oh my god, I sound so old. My generation didn't have easy access to porn. Okay, So, oh, I'm going to say it. When I grew up, we didn't have the internet. Okay, fine. I fucking said it. We didn't have the internet growing up. Fuck, I'm old. Anyways, we had, are you ready for it? VHS tapes. (laughs) And so it wasn't quite as easy to get your hands on porn. There were Playboy magazines, things like that. But I had never really seen any of it. I hadn't seen another naked woman other than my mom really it didn't even like getting changed amongst my friends we didn't really get naked in front of each other so i had no point of reference until are you ready for this my late 30s i got married very young lived a very kind of naive sheltered life I was hypersexual when I came into my sexuality, however, that kind of got squashed by every partner I was with, sort of made me feel like I was not quite quote-unquote normal, (laughs) reference back to that previous episode on episode 8, so I I, I buried a lot of what was within me sexually, and then I got a divorce, and when I was about 36, I started... Just diving headfirst into my sexuality and owning what had always been within me. And then my curiosity. Finally, like I could explore and just see what else was out there. And then finally, porn. Oh, porn. I don't know if I'm a rare one out there in the world of women. I love porn so much. And I was so excited to discover it and explore it. But for me, one of the unexpected benefits was to realize that the things that I worried about with my own body were just silly. I used to be very self-conscious of my nipples because I had never really seen other people's bodies. I had this preconceived idea of what a nipple must look like. Because I don't know, just because, and so I thought mine were different because I have the kind of nipples that are like little bumpies, you know, like little goosebump flesh. And I thought they should be smooth. And then I looked at porn and I was like, whoa, shit, hang on. That woman's nipples are giant, but hers are small. Hers are smooth. This ones are bumpy, like mine My god, look how pale that girl's are versus that girl's is so dark. Hang on a minute. What? Are all of our bodies this drastically different? Holy shit. I didn't know. And I'm going to openly admit this to the public. Oh my gosh. Just like saying I'm old. I didn't know that vaginas were all so different. I had no clue. I didn't know that penises were so different what? And so yeah, it it helped me feel better about myself. And I feel like, you know, like I say with other stuff with this podcast, things don't have to just be sexual. Like when you hear topics like this come up and you're like, "Oh, this is sexual and I don't want anything to do with this conversation or I don't like porn. I'm not going to contribute to this conversation. I'm going to go listen to how to organize my closet better instead." I always am going to urge you to stick around because I just think so many things can pertain to everything in our lives if we just open our minds to it. And if you can remove the sexual aspect of it and just look at it, you know, in a more generalized view, it's that same concept. Like I said, with video games, everything is about moderation, having a good head on your shoulders and allowing yourself to actually look and observe and understand and with porn at first glance there's such a heated heated debate and there tends to be this very strong line drawn in the sand where either people are like yes porn or you're going to rot in hell it is the most evil thing in the world and it's going to ruin you your sex life your brain everything and anything can do that if you do it too much and if you don't broaden your view on something somebody can be watching sports and have it absolutely ruin their lives. You know, you can you can be addicted to watching too much TV and getting this warped sense of reality or the video games like I referenced or so many things. It's all in what we allow ourselves to take from a situation and we give the power of how something is going to affect us. And the same goes for porn, as as weird as that sounds. I could allow porn and what I see in porn and what I have experienced from sharing myself, I could allow that to affect me negatively, or I can choose to look at the positive sides of things. And like I said, I think you have to have a good head on your shoulders and recognize the things that we're watching, things that we're viewing, Aren't reality, there's always going to be this like escalated version of things, so it holds your attention, but you can still pull pieces from it. I've learned a lot about sex and just technique from watching porn, but I also can recognize other things I'm watching and going, oh yeah, no, that's just for camera. Don't ever do that to me. <laughs> you know, it's it's have a good head on your shoulders. And with porn. I can look and I can go, fuck, that woman is gorgeous. That woman is absolutely gorgeous. And I wished I looked like that, but I don't. And I won't because she probably spends a shit ton of time in the gym and I'm not going to do that, but goddamn, she looks fucking good. And I also can look and go, oh, wow, look how different her vagina is from hers from hers wow this is kind of amazing how different our bodies are and look at how sexy she is with a full face makeup yet look at how sexy this one is over here who doesn't look like she has a drop of makeup on and you've got women that are slim and trim and other women that are heavier or soft or tall and short and every color of the rainbow and you've got blondes and redheads like everybody is so fucking different And so beautiful. And for me, I find that amazing. And it helped me to see that and see every version of a woman naked and how they're done up or not done at all. And the same goes for men. I cannot speak from a man's standpoint, but from what I observe, you know, obviously the conversation of size is a big conversation and one that we are going to have an upcoming episode on. But for this episode, I'll just say it's a big conversation and I suspect for many men, it's a touchy subject and it has got to be hard. And I was so interested in watching porn to discover because in my head, I had this preconceived notion that a Porn penis is going to be comical, right? It's going to be almost like cartoonishly big. You look at it and you want to run in the other direction. Like, oh my God, that's giant. Not to say there isn't a lot of big penises in porn because there are, but you know what else? There are a lot of normal quote unquote, normal size penises, every size. Some are straight. Some are crooked. Some are huge. Some are not. They're all there for everybody to see and relate to. Same with the build of men. There's some that are overweight. There are some that are quote-unquote average. There's tall and skinny. There's super fit. Like I just I don't know. I love and it probably sounds backwards to so many people. I love the reality that porn brought to me. And then for me personally with the content I was putting out to discover that people were relating to my realness as opposed to judging it was amazing and probably set the groundwork for how I feel to this day with my with my body image because I just discovered that people don't really fucking care you're always gonna have the troll out there you're always gonna have somebody that's fucking mean like I mean, one time it still sticks to me years later, somebody left a comment on my boobs and left this like really nasty comment about my boob job. And I was like, ouch, that hurt my feelings. But that's one in like thousands. And that's actually shocking when you think about it that, you know, there's so many people like millions and millions of people looked at my body saw my body in action. And like one mean comment is all that stands out. That's kind of amazing because people aren't as mean as we think. And when you start, I don't know, when you start accepting who you are, like most of the comments that you get, you're just like, whatever, I know who I am. And there's something wrong with you that you're being this mean to somebody online. And you just kind of let it roll off your shoulders, and same thing with OnlyFans. So, with Pornhub, it's a lot more public, it's a lot more impersonal, maybe. Where OnlyFans, you create a community, you have people that are paying to subscribe to your content, and you interact a lot more. And with my content on OnlyFans. I always put too much pressure on myself and I will put so much effort into producing quote unquote good content. I put so much effort into it and then I realize they don't give a fuck. Whether I post content with a full face of makeup and I am looking fine as fuck, or like I happen to just wake up in the morning and decide to play with a toy and throw my camera up and like I look like shit, I am going to get the same response Either way, because all they care about is seeing me enjoy myself. They don't care about the mask of perfection and they don't care that my stomach is loose and not super tight or that I have cellulite on my thighs. I have not ever received one ever. And I have been on OnlyFans for four years. I have never received one negative comment from somebody ever. That was eye-opening to me. They don't give a fuck. They just want to see you have fun. So that has all helped me so much with realizing that, I don't know, I can be fine as fuck and I can be badass and I can do it all without feeling like I have to fit into some sort of mold that, that my mold that I'm already in is more than enough and I know that's probably unexpected. I think most would think the opposite, that it, you know, could fuck with your head or make you feel bad about yourself. And it it really doesn't. Um honestly, if anything, it has made me feel more confident in who I am and realizing that I don't need to look like other people. And then I don't have to fit a certain mold. I am amazing just how I am. Now, with all of that being said. Do I have an amazing body image? No, I am a very insecure girl and there are lots of things that I do worry about. And a lot of those worries don't come from the world of porn. They come from social media, like social media fucks my head up. I struggle so much with appearances on social media. And I think what's cool about porn is there so many different looking people, right? Everybody has a different look. Some are super made up, some are not. Like just big boobs, small boobs. It's just like a fucking rainbow of amazing, sexy goodness. And then you go on social media, and it is a lot more... Cookie cutter, it is like those neighborhoods, right? It's like those like HOA neighborhoods that they all look exactly the same. Every house is the same, they're spaced and exactly the same amount apart. The driveways are all the same length, they're the same color. I kind of feel like that's how social media is. It is just cookie cutter. Everybody has this look that they're trying to achieve and is all very similar. And That is hard for me and that pokes at my insecurities more because I also have realized with video, yes, you can edit. And yes, some people heavily edit, but for the most part, it is a lot harder to hide behind a filter when shooting a full length video versus photos. I didn't realize how much people edit It is straight up altering and when that was brought to my attention a friend showed me how she had edited a photo and i was dumbfounded and i thought why did you do that you're beautiful why did you feel like you had to change so many things like she changed her waist and her chin and her her neck and her ass and everything and i thought what and that's when she was like tara what do you think you're looking at online that's what everybody is doing And I started really paying attention and it was like, holy shit, all this time I'm feeling sad that I don't have this like beautiful ass and, you know, skin tone that looks like this and like, fuck, their waist is gorgeous. And now I'm realizing, well, how much of that was even real? Here I am looking in the mirror thinking, why can't I get my body to look like that? Why can't I get my face to look like that? It wasn't even fucking real. That's bullshit. I'm sitting here hating on myself for something that doesn't even exist. And so social media has been harder for me. And because I know how it's affected me, I try and make sure that I never have that effect on anybody else because I think it's important whoever you are, I don't care if you have one person following you. I don't care if it's five, 500, 5 million. If you have even one follower, that person's watching you. And you don't know how they're feeling and maybe they're insecure about something about themselves and they're looking at you and thinking, why can't I look like that? Why doesn't my stomach look like that? Or my nose or my hair or my skin, whatever it may be, I try and always be conscious of that. And so with my photos I post, they will never be filtered and I will never pretend to be something I'm not. I've always been known on social media to be very open about my struggles. And when I get DMs that comment on my appearance in a way that is like, I wish I looked like that, I will be the first to jump in and say, hold on a minute. No, you don't. Or thank you, but... Um, A couple years ago, I was going through a lot of trauma. I was just hit left and right by a lot of horrible things. It affected my mental health severely, and it had a very strong effect on my appetite. And I stopped eating. And this wasn't a thing that I did willingly. It wasn't a conscious decision. It wasn't an eating disorder. It was literally... I had no appetite. Like the thought of eating made me sick, made me want to throw up. I wasn't sleeping more than maybe an hour and a half to two hours a night. And this went on for way too long, like close to two years. Obviously it had an impact on my body and I would get DMs and people would say, oh my God, what are you doing? What is your fitness routine? What is your diet? I gotta know. And I always made sure to say no, no you don't want this body. This body is insanely unhealthy. I feel like shit all the time. I am exhausted. Don't strive for this. This is not good. When I would get DMS that say, you know, gosh, you look so good for your age. I wish I could age like that. Thank you. But I get Botox every three to four months. I've had people that are like, man, I wish that I had boobs like that. And I'm like, well, thank you. But I bought them. I will never let people think something about me that isn't natural is. I want to keep things real. I will take the compliments, but please know there's more to it than that. And I just feel like we all have that responsibility. No matter what place we are at in life, what we're offering online, there's always somebody watching. So keep it real and, you know, just take what you can from everything and learn that, As far as like body image and self-image, we are the ones ultimately that can control that. Again, I know how easy that sounds versus what it actually is like in real life. We can do it though. We give power to things. We allow ourselves to take what we want to take from a situation. And so I've chosen with porn to take the diversity and the variety and that makes me feel amazing about myself and I have learned to observe people's reactions to me and it has made me realize that it's not so much the image that I'm putting out there that attracts people to me it's the energy that I am putting out there and I know as I say so often when I say shit like that I know it sounds cheesy There's no other way to put it though. Like truly it's your energy ultimately that is attractive and that is what people are going to gravitate to and not the outside, not the shell that you're in. It's, it's what you're putting out there and just always remember that. And then more importantly, just always remember what you see might not be what it actually is. Always recognize that. There's so much more to a picture than what you first see. And that's it, really. So next time you watch porn, maybe look at it in a different view. Or if you've never watched it before, maybe just think about this conversation and think, well, maybe it's not so evil after all. I'm not saying go watch it if it's not your thing. But maybe understand it actually can help a person. And it's not really like views from the devil's TV, you know? (laughs) So... I don't know anyways on that note that's it i love porn i hate social media that is your episode for today thank you for listening and i would love to hear from you guys how you feel about that how how you have been affected by both porn or social media always feel free to come visit me in my dms you know where i'm at pretty and kink podcast and again I will always have in my show notes the link where you can send me anonymous questions of anything you would like to learn about or discuss or need advice on that will always be available in my show notes so that you can come to your safe little place and we can talk about all the weird things that you might be afraid to ask anybody else. That's why I'm your safe word. That's why I'm here. So keep coming back. You know the drill. I want you to get back out there, be as fucking weird as possible, and I'll see you next time. So excited for another episode. I don't love any bit of this intro, and so we're going to start over. Okay? Okay. Okay, okay, hey, my leg hurts like a motherfucking fucker. Okay, we got this. Grand, you got this. Hello, hello, welcome back. I hate this as well. And what? I don't love any of this fucking shit. You hear that plane? This bullshit. I need to be in a no-fly fucking zone. I need new windows is what I really need. Cause that's ridiculous. My leg is on fire. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah, true story. none of that made sense, really. (laughs) Let me try again and again and again.